This interview brought to you by AgriCentre South. Branches in Lawnville, Gore, Cromwell, Milton and Ranfilly. Drop by your local AgriCentre South branch today. The song is S Club Party by the one and only S Club 7. That song is 25 years old this year. Go figure. Geordie Yeed, he farms just out of Riverton, a sheep, beef and dairy farmer, joining us on the muster on a Tuesday. Good afternoon, Geordie. Yeah, good afternoon, Andy. Pleasure to be on. Yeah, really appreciate your time. Now, you're farming not far out of Riverton. Look, I'm looking at the soil temperatures when they do come through. Riverton, more often than not, seems to be the top of the pops. And how's the situation looking over the, over there? Because I'd say it's looking pretty good. Yeah, well, it's turned around since mid-January. We were probably fairly well under, you know, drought index was fairly high. But uh, for the mid of January, we've pretty much had about 250 mils. So... At the present time, we're probably quite happy. You know, the, it's a, it's a, definitely a farmer's summer. It's turned into a farmer's summer, and I mean, after the last three, we'll take it, particularly with the way the product price is going. At least we've got something in our direction. You reckon 250 mils you've had? Well, what would you normally get for the year as far as uh, rainfall? We're, we're roughly at home, uh, we're roughly around that 15, 15, 50. The dairy farm is about 1,100. So, you know, um, you can guarantee probably 100 a month, but we've had 150 a month, so we're set up pretty well. Um, we're just area, sometimes it forgets to turn the tap off. So, yeah. so although it's, uh, it is easy to farm the dry, it's nice to see a bit more moisture this summer because, uh, yeah, we're getting, we're stocked up to, for the grass to grow, and if it doesn't, you've got to make other choices. And uh, you don't want to be selling on the store market at, at this present rate. You rely more or less over an inch of rain a week then? Yeah, well, I suppose you probably look at it that way. You probably do, you know. When you say you get a shower, you get 10 or 12 mils, really. <laughs> Far out. Yeah. Puts but, it all into uh, context when you're talking one and a half metres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's fairly reliable all through the year, too. Probably um, the driest month of the year is normally about August. So it's funny enough, um, you know, we can often get that 200 mils during lambing, which is probably not conducive for good lambing or a sane lambing. Um, yeah, I'd love only 50 then, but never mind, you take it when you can get it, and particularly the last few years, it's just, it, it, uh, I thought we lived in an area that was fairly reliable, but no. <laughs> you put it into terminology perfect before, saying it, saying it was a farmer's summer, more than a socialising summer. That pretty much sums it up. Oh yeah, very much so. I mean, we, we've got a big round swimming pool we put up for the kids, well we didn't put it up before we went on holiday, and it hasn't been conducive to put it up afterwards, so... Um, they don't seem to have missed it, although they've been down the river, but in saying that, they've been having to go down there in their wetsuits. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Because we look at the situation here in Gore this morning, it's been a little bit nippier. But, but just overall, I suppose, you'd be ahead of the game when looking at, looking ahead to winter? Yes, yes, yeah, very much so. I mean, we're probably nearly halfway through our lambs. The grass covers are doing well. Um, I've got some fur about to put on. Um, the dairy farm grass covers are looking really good. Um, we only took baleage off there the middle of January. We normally take baleage off there the end of November, so that's off, that sort of shows you how you know pushed for feed we were and how late the season was. Um, we've taken a paddock out to do grass to grass there now, and so you know those sorts of things we haven't been able to do the last two or three summers because it just hasn't led to do it. And um, yeah, no, it's, it's that's the up because we've got the climate, you know, the, the weather's been on our side this year. Because of where you're based, with all that rainfall, what's it like for fly strike where you are? Yeah, well, we, because we're home farms surrounded by bush, we've always been fairly on top of it the last 
20 years or so with tagging our lambs and, and we dipped the ewes and then I, I dipped them before Christmas and then shear them early March so just as they come out of that withholding. So, yeah, it, 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 uh, it's definitely there, but, uh, yeah, with good management and whatnot, it, you can keep on top of it. Just trying to keep away from those dermatitis and cross-fibred ewes probably is probably the, is number one. You, you shear your lambs on a yearly basis during the summer? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, I shear all the ewe lambs beginning of February, and then uh, we're just finishing off doing the last works lambs next week, but they haven't gone to the work so far. I just find once you get that wool off them in February, um, what hasn't gone by the end of February, get that wool off them, they're definitely gone by the end of March, really, just to finish them off. Um, yeah, it just it's, I know it's a cost, but uh, I think you get it back in it pretty quick by growth rate. Now you've got sheep, beef and a dairy operation, Geordie. It'll be a pretty good synergy, especially in a year like this, where the returns for red meat aren't the best. Yes, yeah, dead right. We want our own cows too, so we're sort of immune uh, from that sort of system. Um, we send surplus feed to the dairy farm and silage-wise, and, uh, you know, like that, increase in the payout last week, which, yeah, I thought I think there's a bit more room for a bit more there, but uh, I'll take it because, um, you know, if we got an increase like that in the sheep farm, it would make it'd be a difference doing maybe making a bit of profit this year, really. And you're on the Southern Farmer Council for Beef and Lamb. As far as red meat goes for the lamb industry as such, what are you thinking for the next 12 months? Are you positive there's going to be a bit of an upward surge? Yeah, well, I'd like to hope that it is positive. We're having a meeting tomorrow at Invermay and Mosgill over Tuesday, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, and we're sort of going to nut out some things going forward, What uh, you know, just some ideas what we can do out there. I mean, my, my big one is what I've always done at home is lamb and hoggets. Uh, I think that's probably at the end of the day that's one of those things we can always be doing. Um, definitely, because, I mean, those lambs are there. You know, people have got no problem growing out a 20-kilo carcass works lamb now. Well, why don't we just feed a bit more in their hoggets and actually get some lambs out of them? So, you know, there's definitely a room there. And we'll, we'll maybe turn a wee bit of corner. But I just hope I live long enough and I'm still farming really to see it. But uh, yeah, there's hope there. Um, yeah, it's a bit disappointing. The lamb, you know, every hundred lambs we kill, there's sort of four to five grand missing off the kill sheet, which is a bit disappointing, really. But you just hold positivity for the sector as such when you do look ahead. Do you reckon the long game it is going to be there? Yes, I'd hope so. I mean, you've got to have positivity in that game. And, I mean, I love still working with sheep. I'm still a pretty passionate sheep farmer. And, I mean, you know, that uh, it's, it's got to have some positive at the end of the game. And I suppose the, the, the summer we've had, at least it's made it easy to grow them. It would be a double-edged sword if we'd got a drought as well. Now, you're a balanced farm environment winner down here in the south. It was during the COVID situation, mind you. But, nonetheless, the farm where you are, you talk about the bushland where you are, you talk about the rainfall being near the sea. It must be a pretty surreal place you live in, to be fair. Oh, yeah, you don't actually appreciate it until you get, you go away on holiday and come back home and think, oh, yeah, it's pretty peaceful up here. Um, and, you know, it's normally pretty reliable for everything, really, for rain, grass growth, everything. Um, you take it, you take with it what the good and bad, but uh, the good is normally by far outweighs the bad. And, you know, the aesthetics of the property probably sets up. We knew when we bought the property sort of 25 years ago that it was had the potential of doing that balance award, so it was just uh, rewarding to get that, um, to achieve it, really. Talking to your mates over that way around Riverton, they're all in there for the long game, you'd say? Yeah, I suppose they're all in for the long game. I've got a lot of young um, farm succession working there now, and I mean, you know, it's hard. You've got to be positive. If you don't do farm succession on the current climate, it's definitely got to improve. Um, there's no doubt about it. I don't think, um, on the being having a foot in both camps, I don't think the dairy sector quite knows actually how bad it is. You know, last year there was talk of the 650 payout. Well, I, I'm equivalent of the sheep one to about 450 to 5. That's how bad it is. And, I mean, you know, you can't do much at that state. I mean, it's definitely got to be on the up. And, I mean, you know, 
the finger's got to be pointed at all our meat companies because, you know, so more for the glut of the supply of meat from Australia that the whole picture of things with the meat still a small supply of the whole on, on the world as a whole. Yeah, it's going to be interesting how it all pans out, Geordie. Hey, we'll let you carry on. We do appreciate catching up on the muster, though, on a Tuesday. No, of course, Gold. Andy, good, good to catch up. Geordie Eid, farming at Riverton. Great to chat as well. 1.5 metres of rain a year. It's a good rainfall as well. You tend to forget there's areas of South End where they do rely on such a rainfall too. Up next, Tuesday afternoon from Environment South and Mark, Mike Hargraves. Remembering text Golden 5009. If you want to miss that, win that day pass to the Golden Shares, remembering no flights or accommodation, but a day pass if you are going is up for grabs.